Hi, and welcome to Screens in Focus podcast. I'm Brooke. I'm Diana. And this is episode 63. We are going to be talking about Fear the Walking Dead, season 5, episode 16, entitled End of the Line. We will also discuss Fleabag on Amazon Prime and Oprah Winfrey Presents When They See Us Now. Before we dive in, Diana, how are you? I'm great, Brooke. Yay. Yay, I'm so happy. I I love our get-togethers. And we have this great spread of food. And we talk about shows that we love. And just I just love spending time with you. Oh, thank you. I, too, enjoy spending time with you. It just gets me out of the house and gets me doing something completely, you know, outside of the box. You know, when I talk about... Um, that I've been doing this podcast with you, uh, my dentist, for example, he's like, so how are you doing? And what, (laughs) you know, you guys are so busy. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, are you still in school? Yeah. Work, kids. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I do this podcast now. He's like, what? I know. (laughs) (laughs) You have so many things. (laughs) He's like, I don't know how you do it all. But he tells me, you're amazing. So, and you know what? It is so fun. That reminds me, what? I need to ask you yeah? about stripping wood. Oh. So you're going to tell me about stripping that Stripping some wood. You want to strip that wood. I don't want to forget, so I just brought it up <laughs> now. But yes. that's another thing Brooke does, yes. is she gets furniture and she just redoes it. And yes. she's good at it. So it's very funny. Um, yeah. And I, I have a project, and I so I had a question, and I didn't want to forget. Okay. So we'll, we'll get back to that. that. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's another thing on my list mm-hmm. of things. But I wanted to know, since this was our Fear the Walking Dead season finale, mm-hmm. which, gosh, it felt like it was a really long season because they only had a three-week break instead of like a six- or eight-week break. Oh, you know, yes. The middle. Uh-huh. Um, so it's, it seemed like it went on for a while, yeah. which was really entertaining. What do you think happened to Morgan? I, in my gut, feel like he's still with us. Yeah. <laughs> that Morgan's still with us. Yeah. You had some so, good points, though. Yeah, I thought that maybe Sherry mm-hmm. could come save him because Dwight heard her on the walkie-talkie, and he thinks, you know, he's hallucinating, but what if he's not? And mm-hmm. and, and maybe that was to point out that she is nearby. So I'm thinking she could come with some people she's with and come and help Morgan. Because, you know, if they're on the walkie-talkies, she's probably hearing things. So yeah, I and, you know, he told Ginny where they were at on that walkie-talkie. So it's sounding really good. Like, yeah, she could come save him. My only other thought is if it's not her, which I'm kind of thinking it might be. But the other thought is that Isabel um would come back but oh. it it doesn't seem quite as likely because um they have their own mission but that's my thought what are yours well i don't i have no idea how he's going to get himself out of this predicament the my you know i, I honestly i didn't know right away mm-hmm. and then i spoke to you shortly after i had watched it you um told me your thoughts about sherry and then, of course, a couple of days have passed, and then I've read something that, oh, uh, Madison, you know, we never saw her actually get killed. Yeah, I know. That's still brewing there. Which I know. <laughs> it's My, been a while. Oh. You never know. But I, I don't think so. But it, who knows? That'd be kind of a cool season six, though. 
um, if they kind of do a, a circa back on what happened to Madison and then they see her kind of go through this um, uh, she would Shawshank leave- Redemption, you know. Yeah. She would never leave her kids, though, unless maybe she got amnesia somewhere along the line. No, why would she? I don't know. She would have never been away from her kids this long, I don't think. Hmm. Not on purpose, anyways. Yeah. Well, so honestly, I don't know. I have, I just, I'm, I'm waiting to be surprised. So listeners, what do you think? What do you think happened with Morgan? Is he alive? Let us know what you think on our Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel and website at Screens and Focus Podcast. Please let us know. Yes. So, Brooke, what were your overall thoughts on this finale? Oh, yes. I thought this episode had such an impact and balance in this episode of the finale. And, you know, we had a wedding. (laughs) And it was a sweet wedding. I was so happy. Uh, There was strategy and fear with a horde of walkers, which I love. And, hello, we have a crazy villain, Virginia. And she's in charge of the group now. And, oh, I I just cannot wait to see what happens to Morgan in season six. Yeah, this was such a a good season finale. And I, too, love that we saw the wedding that we had hoped for. And I love that Morgan and Grace had this heart-to-heart. And I loved seeing Dwight as the hero. Who would have ever imagined with him from the Walking Dead and being with the Saviors and Negan and, you know, Daryl. What's that word when you cast someone off? I can't even think of it. But, you know, he just... Like banished or uh, Yeah, banished. That's the word. Yes. He banished him. And here he is doing such heroic things yeah. on Fear the Walking Dead. And we see Ginny's, Virginia's, true intentions. And it leaves us with a very cruel cliffhanger i know she's so crazy like creep you know she just gives me the creeps like she really has some evil intentions well and i also think she likes it like yeah. she's like she's kind of like i don't know so she's actually a good villain in a way yeah i <laughs> so. love their uh western uh, appearance yeah, yeah yeah so we saw virginia that she lied to morgan and the group about the people who used to live at humbug's gulch by saying that they died when the watering hole dried up. Yeah. Oh. And in fact, that was not at all true. They figured out that the people ended up having to defend themselves from Virginia and her people. They probably didn't agree to her terms, and then she deemed them useless. Yeah. Like she always kind of does. Yeah, so that was interesting because Al figured that out. And she realized that Ginny had killed the group that was originally there, including mm-hmm. some of her own people, yeah. which was crazy. Yeah. It's like she doesn't care. It's like, okay, you're gone too. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I do like how this episode starts off with Dwight, mm-hmm. and he's running, and he's dehydrated, and he thinks he hears Sherry on the walkie, and so he gets frustrated, and he throws it, and um, then he finds the abandoned vehicles, and and then he finds horses and at first i thought god he's got to be dreaming or hallucinating how could there be several horses unmanned like that Mm -hmm. and it reminded me of two things one it reminded me of um aria in game of thrones when she 
saw that horse and she was able to ride off oh, yeah. on it. Uh-huh. It reminded me of that. And it also reminded me of what you said about how the light shines on Rick yeah. when he takes a risk. And here it happened to Dwight, too. Right. So I loved it. And then he ends up bringing the horses back to the group and telling them, we can make it work here. We don't need her. Right. Beautiful horses. I know they were. Yeah. That's why at first I thought, this is a dream. Mm -hmm. These horses are too cool to be real. All saddled and everything. Yeah. So they all together as a group decide to clear the walkers by hurting them and using them as a weapon against Ginny and her group. And I thought this was so intense in the show um, when they start to lose control of the herd and or the horde and Dwight gets surrounded by the walkers and I was like oh my god I was truly panicked so panicked I I thought that was for sure I thought oh my god I didn't hear anything about you know Dwight the actor being off the show right and so I thought he was going to get eaten but he kind of stands up on the horse and then he jumps off it and then those oh my walkers clutch the horse and start eating it another horse hate it it's a horrible scene mm-hmm. and so i felt so sorry for it and you know dwight hurts his leg and he hobbles away and um he doesn't want the group to help him but they do and you know morgan helps dwight find cover as john and jude lead them into the river and it was so funny as the walkers are gurgling in the water <laughs> and, yeah and then they're like river rafting without a boat they're all bumping along i thought it was so funny i love those moments they're cracking up walkers just cracking yeah. up yeah that was i kept thinking about oh no they're all gonna get in their contaminated water i hope that they're upstream and not downstream and yeah yeah, but that was that was a good scene, really intense. I thought someone was gonna go, yeah. and I couldn't like I, I or I thought that you know the horses would get taken by the current because maybe there would yeah. be a drop. But thankfully, our people were safe. Yeah, and man, yeah. John and June are just like Dwight's guardian. Yeah, they are angels, uh-huh. right? They just really see. Um, seem to uplift him when he's down because mm-hmm. you know they needed that when they were in that dark place so yeah. they're paying it forward continuously yeah and i love their it's relationship cool. yeah. yeah um and then we see daniel and victor and they're waiting at uh, the swati while the horde steers in virginia's direction mm-hmm. um and well actually were they at the swat vehicle or were they at a different... oh they were about the tree maybe there's a tree yeah, yeah. So, um, and then uh, Vic and Daniel, uh, they see Virginia get out of the vehicle, and then they see Luciana. I know. I'm like, oh, I always forget where she's at, and they brought her. Yeah. Probably as, like, collateral or just, like, you know, why? I wonder what their Their intention was. Yeah. Yeah. To bring her out of the oil refinery, because I thought she was so hard working there but maybe everybody needs a break i don't know (laughs) anyway luciana was there and so then they're obligated to you know keep luciana safe and victor goes ahead to virginia and gives her the key to the vehicles uh later in the episode it appears that victor also gave up some information to virginia about morgan and the group's plot to leading the horde to them so he gave I think, didn't Daniel take out a part? I think it was a part, and that's what he was giving back to Mm -hmm. them so that they could start it. I think it was a starter. So I was like, what the heck? 
I mean, Strand is up to his old tricks. Yeah. I mean, I know he cares for the group, but now we see him manipulating things to go his way. And I think he gave Ginny what she wanted because then he was able to keep Alicia with him when everybody else was separated because they got in the same car. I don't know um, what happened. I, I think because he tells her, he tells Alicia something to make it seem like he worked out a deal. Like, I got that impression with what he was telling her. And then you see them both get in the same car. So I think he worked something else with her. I don't mm. know. But Daniel was, wasn't was happy and said, yeah. You know, I was thinking, he's probably like, yeah, I knew it, Victor. I know you. Uh, I know the real you. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like um, he maybe he has a plan. He said he did. He said, oh, let's get in good with them so that we can get the upper hand. And maybe that is his thing. But, you know, I don't know. Like Eugene. I think about Eugene when right. he left and yeah. played his game. That's true. Okay. Let's talk about John and June. I, of course, you know, I love this duo. I know. <laughs> Together, they help Dwight when, you know, he's ready to sacrifice himself. But they're not going to abandon him and will do whatever they can to help him. Mm-hmm. And then we see the wedding. Mm. I loved it. Daniel and Grace sing a duet. So beautiful. It was. Yes. And Charlie playing the banjo was such a sweet touch. You know, in a way, I was thinking of Kill Bill (laughs) when Bill and the group assassinated the wedding party in that church. Uh Oh, my gosh. So kind of, sort of. I mean, they all got taken after, After the that, wedding. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love the banjo, too. And here comes June in her green dress. I, I hate to say it was ugly, but it kind of was. Yeah. But what I love is that nothing really mattered. Nothing had to be perfect, but this wedding was. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that mattered were the people getting married and the people that surrounded them. I know. I thought it was absolutely lovely. Yes. Um, actually, I was going to bring this up earlier or later, but um, when Dwight handed over the rings, mm-hmm. um, I had a feeling that on the airplane back in the season, yeah. Dwight was going to give his wedding bands to John and June when he proposed to her with yeah. the candy wrapper. Uh-huh. So when he finally did, I was happy for him and what he has accomplished in his journey. So That was so touching. It yeah. really was. I thought it was so cool. I just thought it was the sweetest thing. Yeah. (laughs) I loved it. Me too. What about Morgan? Well, you know, Morgan, I was so proud of Morgan in this episode. And as he was strategic and brave and opened up his truth and honor to Grace. And Mm -hmm. I just love that he did that for himself and for her. Uh, I have been waiting for him to let her know how he truly feels about her. Because we've all seen it brewing. Yeah. Um, The plan to group the horde of walkers and lead them to Virginia and her group was something that I didn't think Morgan had in him to do that. Um, He was, you know, he's so pro-life. And it was almost unbelievable to me that Morgan... Um, had that type of retaliation in him because he's, you know, like in The Walking Dead, he would follow along as long as 
it wasn't crossing that line. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. he was really cautious about it, uh-huh. and so at this point, it, I just felt like it's on, you know. But he wasn't like vicious about it. It was no. just like we have to do this. Yeah. So I too was really happy with Morgan and all the things that you know he said to Grace, and I love that he tells her. You know, on the carousel, I felt something. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other time was with Jenny. And it just made me teary-eyed. And, you know, I know he is all about life and not death. But I think he led the horde toward Jenny because he heard what Dwight was saying. That to be under the rule of someone with a different mindset or goal is not good. And I think Morgan wants a better life for all the people that he saved. Mm. So I think that's, that was his reasoning. Mm-hmm. So he had to make a, a decision and make sacrifices. Yeah. So. so sometimes you're faced with things, even though you try so hard not to do them, maybe sometimes you're faced with things where you have to make a decision. Yeah. You know, do you keep with what you, you know, strive for? Or then he has to balance so that I've got to save people and their lives and, and how they're going to live those lives or how yeah. those lives are going to play out. And right. so I think that's probably like, a hard, I don't think he took it lightly. I can say that. It wasn't just like automatic. Like, oh, i got to go kill these kill people. people yeah. yeah. Plus, the horde doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to die. It just means that they're going to get rid of them. From the, from the gulch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Morgan surrendered to Virginia and her group by making a deal and letting his people join her group as long as all people, young, old, and sick, could go. Um, Though everyone was split up, everyone left except Morgan. So here, Ginny separates a cat and its owner. Really? I mean, Daniel can't have Skidmark. That was so cruel. Just let people have their cat. He'll get them back. And then John and June are separated right after their wedding. And and then John tells June, we'll find our way back to each other. And June has tears streaming down her face. And oh, my God, so hard. And she splits up Sarah and Wendell. Yeah. And that was, I mean, everybody's like, uh, everybody's being torn apart. It's just weird. Charlie and Daniel, you know, Charlie's having a hard time with that. And then you wonder why Morgan is the only one left there standing. Yeah. And then Morgan and Virginia end up, you know, exchanging words. And as she was about to shoot him, he smacked her in the face Mm -hmm. with his staff. And she shot him in the shoulder, but it looked like such a bad bleed out. I thought it was his chest because mm-hmm. it was just gushing out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Virginia lost her gun and found another one, which she pointed at Morgan's face as she fired it. And it was a dud. Thank God. Yeah. Virginia then got word that Grace is actually pregnant and malnourished, not sick, um, which was really surprising. Right. Um, before Virginia leaves... Morgan to die, he is able to tell her, um, you would have left her out there to die, he says to Virginia. And you said what you were doing out here had no future to it, had no future, and you were wrong. Yeah. Right? Look, she's preggers. Yeah. And then the last scene is Morgan sitting on the church porch, and he talks into a walkie as a group of walkers approaching him. He tells whoever is listening a speech about how important it is to live. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But Virginia was so mean. She was like, I know. oh, I want you dead because I don't want to look at your face. I know. Ew. <sighs> Why don't we look at your face, lady? (laughs) (laughs) I, that moment, and still right now as you bring that up, I hate this woman. Yeah. She truly is a villain. And I am so happy that Morgan was able to give her that big swat with his stick, which left her ears ringing. Yeah. I mean, at least he was able to do that. So, yeah, I'm just thinking that Morgan, I'm just hoping he has a chance. I really do. And... You know, I just kept thinking about it. And and then I thought about Rick, how he was bleeding profusely on The Walking Dead Season 9. And I'm telling you, these guys have extra blood in them. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because Rick bled out so much and still managed to survive in here. Um, I mean, you see it, like, gushing out, but it does look real, right? Because that's really what would happen to you. So, Oh, um, I felt so bad for Morgan. He's crawling around. Yeah. I was wondering why he was crawling back up the steps, but I was thinking that's taking up so much energy. But, I, you know, I don't know. He wanted to prop himself up, get to his walkie. Mm-hmm. Okay, Brooke, what other things did you notice in this episode? Well, one thing that really got to me was, you know, uh, practically dying Grace should not have been on a horse with Morgan leading the horde of walkers. I mean, uh, she looked really bad. <laughs> <laughs> they just got her hydrated after that 20-mile walk to the gulch. Yeah. I was like, why is she there? You know when you speak out loud and you're, like, talking to the TV? Yeah. I was doing that. Well, <laughs> why is she on that horse doing this? Look yeah. at her lips are still dry. Like, yeah. she looks terrible. Um, but now we know she's pregnant, so. Well, it was, but it was cute to see them together on yeah. the horse. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was, too. Maybe I was, she just wanted to be near him, no matter if she was sick or not. She I know. Thought, I want to be close to him. I know. I was like, why are you there? <laughs> um, and then Alicia and Wes, they're, they're sort of, you know, they're starting to yeah. build that closeness. And uh-huh. they're flirting a whole lot more in their relationship. And I just really look forward to seeing where they end up. Yeah. What yeah, about? I see it. Yeah. I see them. I mean, that I could see them being a couple. I mean, yeah. I think you even said it the very first time. And I'm like, oh, that's so true. I totally yeah. see that. Oh, cool. So, what, what about you? What else did you notice? So I want to bring up Grace and Daniel's duet. Um, ah, their voices. I just loved it. And they sang the Traveling Wilbury song, End of the Line, which happens to be the same title of the episode, which was perfect. Mm-hmm. So um, a great song. I, I looked up the words and it really fit this whole episode oh, in their okay. wedding. So it was really good. Um, I li- and I like that Charlie gave John and June her shoestring to put the wedding ring on as a necklace because Dwight's uh, ring didn't fit uh, oh, yeah. John's finger. Yeah. And June says, don't ever lose this. And I just think we're always going to see that hanging around his neck. Yeah. It's going to be, you know, a focal point. Yeah. And um, I also, gosh, it was so heartbreaking when they were taking Grace away and putting her in the car and she yells out to Morgan, I felt it too, Morgan. <laughs> I just had to tell you that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, yeah. I love that. He's all telling her, I love you, basically. Yeah. And she's all saying, I love you. <gasps> but they're not really saying, I love you. They're like, I, I felt it too. Yeah. It was cool. She's all, will you be my baby daddy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh why do you love Fear the Walking Dead, Brooke? Oh, well, it's fun for me and Dominic to watch uh, together. 
uh, because it's pretty light, you know. I mean, there's yeah. the special effects light. are, yeah. Well, for what it is, it is for us, it is for us. Some people are like, I can't watch that. I know, I know. Yeah, I guess we're so like funny. our sen- our sensitivity yeah. is like we can yeah. take a lot, right? Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, it's crazy because the kids are watching Black Summer right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's wow. A scary, yeah. intense one. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> Only in the daytime. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Fear the Walking Dead is fun for Dominic and I to watch, and it's a really, it's really cool watching the current season. And then he and I were watching, mm-hmm. uh, rewatching season one through four at the same time, and the characters develop so much, and the stories keep getting more interesting. And as much as I hate cliffhangers, I love it because it makes me want more and I cannot yeah. wait until season six. Yeah. So, Diana, why do you love Fear the Walking Dead? Because I care about these characters so much. I mean, the writers give us the words and the actors bring the characters to life. The directors and producers and crew create these situations for them that makes you wonder how you would act or react in the same situation. And it makes you really think about what type of person you would be. So it's very thought-provoking. And that's why I just love this show. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. And who would your award go to? What was your favorite quote, character, or moment in the season finale? Well... When I was sharing my favorite character for this season or for this episode, Dominic was like, ew, why? (laughs) Um, My award goes to Virginia for being a badass bully. She gets what she wants no matter what the stakes are, and she attacks with force. And she's just cuckoo kachoo. I mean, she is uh, ruthless. Mm -hmm. And I think that she's a really good villain. And it's something that. Well, she's definitely a lot better than Logan so far. Oh, I did not like Logan. Yeah. No, yeah, she So is. she makes me interested, in, and I want to see what their community looks like. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm super looking forward to season six, because I want to know what she's got behind her doors. Yeah. What makes her good, too, is that I want her to get hers now because of what she did. And her the way she treated Morgan just really shows what type of person she is. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So... Yeah, who um, would your award go to, favorite character quote or moment? Gosh, it was really hard to pick because there were so many. Um, But I I watched this episode twice, and the one scene that I really wanted to see again was Dwight and his horse when they're surrounded by the walkers and about him narrowly jumping off his horse. and, And then as, you know, June and John and... Uh, Grace lead them into the water. I Seriously, I loved it. I think it was because they were faced with something, you know, with adversity, and they conquered it. Mm-hmm. They got through it together. And I just, that just makes me really excited for them. It just makes me so happy to see them bond. And um, so that is my favorite moment. Awesome. So, um, Brooke, what else are you currently watching? Well, I stumbled upon this show um, because when the Emmys um, was released last week, um, this particular show won some Emmys. And I was like, oh, this is I've seen it on advertised and I'm like, oh, I'm going to check this out. So I finally did. I was like getting ready for work and I just put it on and I'm like, oh, shoot, I might be late for work. This is good. (laughs) And it's called Fleabag and it's on Amazon Prime and it's about a woman 
who kind of goes through life in London and she has love. Um, she's dealing with loss. Um, we see in this, there's some dark humor in this. She's, this show makes you laugh. It makes you sad. Um, but there's the episodes are really short. They're like 25 minutes long. So you can blow through this like in a few days. It's so easy because you just want to keep going. It's, it's good. (laughs) It's so, um, original. I mean, it's just truth. Yeah. It's kind of like stuff that you're already thinking and Mm -hmm. she puts it out there, um, in the show. Um, the main character, her name is Phoebe Waller Bridge. Um, she's a great, wonderful actress, and I believe that she r- writes the um, series as well. I read that also. Okay. I was going to say I did read that, and I did. I heard that it, she used to do this as a one-woman show previously. Oh, okay. So then I think she, you know, um, pitched it to whoever, or else they saw it. And okay. So I did watch a few episodes. I haven't. I haven't watched enough yet but i have watched a couple so i it, yeah the first episode it got me hmm. hooked but see <laughs> i also love my um british shows too yeah. so i you know i yeah. just since i was a little child you just like them. i've been yeah. having awesome. my british accent yeah so my british accent. i have i was yeah back in little child child days but this this show is right up my alley i absolutely love it she's a feminist she's got this really awkward relationship with her sister but she absolutely they love each other it's just really strange relationship it's hilarious the relationship with her father and her future stepmother um her sexual experiences just crack me up every time Uh and it's semi-narrated um which makes it really interesting Uh uh-huh um, and it's like she's talking to you. So right. you just, you guys, you have to check it out. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, it's so good. And there's only two episodes, and I wish there were already more. Two seasons? I'm sorry, two seasons, and I wish there were more um, because now I feel like I don't have anything to watch. Aww, <laughs> I know. <laughs> what am I going to binge now? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, she she just had me going. So check it out, Fleabag on Amazon Prime. Diana? Yes. What are you watching? You know, it's so funny because I think last um, episode I had so many things that I was watching. Tons of things, yeah. But I think this time, I don't know if it's because all the new shows, and I watch a lot of my reality shows that I just love so much. And yeah. so I, those are, you know, in my queue. So I take a lot of time. I ended up finished watching Unbelievable, which I totally loved that show. Oh, yeah. I watched that. Yeah. So, um, and I started watching Fleabag. There's a lot of shows that I started to watch but I haven't been 100% sucked in yet, so I, I'm kind of waiting to see that. But I did watch, I did start to watch the miniseries When They See Us, and I'm almost done with it. But I also saw that there was an Oprah Winfrey Presents When They See Us Now. Mm, okay. She interviews... Uh, so she sits down with the creator. Um, I, I don't know if I'm saying her name properly, but it's Ava DuVernay. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wrote it, produced it, I think did everything. And um, Oprah interviews her along with the show's cast, which she interviews the kids that played the part. And then she interviews the adults that played the part. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, she has the actual five that were exonerated. And I have to tell you, it was really, I, I don't know the right word to put on this. I don't know whether I want to say it was really um, 
heartbreaking or if it was really shocking or if it was really um, sad, but they show the five guys up there and they all have gone through so much. Um, they were convicted when they were 14, 15 years old. One of them might have 16. been of age. Yeah. Um, he was the oldest. And so to see these real life people and how it's impacted their lives, it's impacted all of their lives extremely, but two of them were having a really hard time on the show. And I was like, the all the actors that play their roles were sitting in the first row looking up at them and they all had tears in their face. Mm-hmm. And they're, yeah, it was just, it, I feel... Like, even if you don't watch the documentary, I mean, I'm sorry, not the documentary. There is a documentary also on this. But um, if you don't even watch the show. And so for anybody that hasn't watched it, it's about five young boys that are charged and um, convicted in raping uh, a, a woman jogger in the late 1980s. In Central Park. Yes, in Central Park. So that's what it's about. It's about them being wrongly convicted. And so there was a documentary previously. Now there's this four-part miniseries on Netflix, which is really good. But it is hard to watch because you see how these young men are coerced into um, signing um, confessions. So anyways, but whether you watch it or don't watch it, it would be great if you watched the Oprah Winfrey interview because it's very moving. And it's only an hour, I think, for the whole thing. And you get to see you know, all these people involved. So it it just reminds you of the justice system and just good to be aware of what is happening in our system. I don't know. It's it's heartbreaking. Yeah, it's good. I've seen the documentary, but I haven't seen the show yet. And so and the only movie that I um, watched last week was How It Ends. It's on Netflix. It's with Theo James, Forrest Whitaker. It's an action disaster thriller about a man trying to reach his pregnant wife thousands of miles away with his father-in-law, which is Forrest Whitaker. I've seen that. So you did. Yeah, I Mm -hmm. thought it was I thought it was watchable. It did not get good reviews, but I'm like my family and I were like, oh, we're going to watch this. And you know what? It was okay. I thought it was very watchable. So I liked it just just to sit down and watch. Yeah, we watched so, it. We enjoyed it. Yeah. We liked some apocalypse and yeah, action. Yeah, exactly. Surprise, like, oh, what's going to happen? Yeah. And then it ends. We're like, oh. I know. <laughs> yes, beware. The ending okay. is a little ambiguous. <laughs> so, uh, you know. But. Well, awesome. That's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in and we hope something we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity or inspiration. Please subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend we would love more members of our TV club. We would really appreciate it if you would rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. We need your feedback. We will also be uploading a new episode Tuesday, October 29th. And our next show will be on The Walking Dead, Season 10, Episode 2 and 3. And you can find our website listed in our show notes. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.